Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This episode was brought to you by the Town of Vail, a sponsor helping to host the Vail Dance Festival in our community. I'm Rebecca King Ferraro. And I'm Michael Breeden, and you're listening to Conversations on Dance. Alistair, thank you for joining us today. We're so happy to be here in Vail. Happy to you. be here. <laughs> you're one of our favorite guests, always a returning guest. We're happy to have you. So we wanted to talk to you about Vail a little bit today, the Vail Dance Festival. What year is this for you coming back and returning? Well, I first was here 2007, and I mm. skipped one year um, because they were doing a lot of Ashton, my beloved British choreographer, at the Joyce. So ah. I couldn't do the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I sent my colleague Brian Zebert from The Times, who um, who brought his wife and young daughter here, and they had such a good time. I think he, I feel guilty now that I take Veil vale back from him because <laughs> they, they, it was for them like a whole. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I think that means this is my tenth or eleventh year. Wow! So, what about the festival um, kept you? coming back beyond just a work assignment. Clearly you've enjoyed it from year to year. Yeah, it's a funny thing to talk about the Vale Festival. When I go back, we have meetings about once every two weeks, the New York Times, and you're talking to a room full of journalists and we you know you just gossip about the news. And you can see there occasionally saying, well, we'd love to go to Vale, but it's a bit boring the way that Damien Retzel always chooses the same people, isn't it? It's always Tyler Peck, it's always Hammond Conejo, mm-hmm. it's always Lilbach and so forth. And on paper, that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. And there were one or two times in past years, not while you've been coming, uh, where we did get, they got a little bit repetitious. I think I saw Hammond Conejo, Herman Conejo, I should say, mm-hmm. sorry, mm-hmm. uh, doing, uh, the Don Quixote Parade twice. We are n- something like, not quite consecutive years, mm-hmm. but you know, I, mean, I don't need to see this. I don't need to see the Don Quixote Parade, but <laughs> he, he does it as well as anybody. But, uh-huh. <laughs> um, but on the whole, the opposite story is true. You come here to see Tyler Peck, Lil Buck, Herman Conejo, Isabella Boylston, Roman Mejia, they're all here growing. I mean, I, we, you and I were sitting together at the, what is it, the Performing Arts Centre at Beaver Creek uh, mm-hmm. on Wednesday night. I got quite tearful suddenly one night because I was Tyler Peck working uh, for this new Justin Peck piece. Um, Justin Peck suddenly 
talked about his, he said, I'm really stoked, that was his word, by Michel Lawrence. <laughs> and he's so excited that he's going to be dancing. Is it tonight or tomorrow in a tap duet with Tonight. Michel? tonight. Amazing. Yeah. You know, all these people who are at the top of their form are, are, come here to experiment, to try things out. Um, Patricia Delgado uh, danced on Wednesday night for the first time barefoot. She'd never danced barefoot. <laughs> for many ballet dancers, that's a very big thing. It's mm-hmm. the bridge mm-hmm. beyond which. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's doing it again tonight, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. You could tell um, in that up-close performance that we saw a couple days ago how many people are kind of out of their comfort zones and trying new things and doing it so quickly. That's what's always impressive to me is that there's a limited amount of time and they all just make it work and make it happen and create really amazing art. Right. Tonight is it 10 or 15 dancers, 12 dancers. 14. We just talked to Melissa today. Yeah. Most cunning scenario or Mm -hmm. part. It's just 10 minutes of scenario, but Mm -hmm. it's complicated stuff. I think a lot of these ballet dancers are probably saying, we didn't realize it was going to be this kind of art. Right. It is this. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she was telling us about how she really made them go through the MERS process. She didn't coddle them as ballet dancers but she she did uh not play the music for them until today at the dress rehearsal so um everyone's getting a crash course in MERS and but it's, it happens for other choreographers here no, too and I, I love the way it feeds through about a week ago or less Cornejo posted on instagram on the news uh him practicing a Cunningham solo and it just looks so great out of context mm-hmm. um I hope many people have you seen the wonderful post that Jared Angle did on Instagram, which I think is one of my favorite posts ever, <laughs> where he's doing in the distance uh, this Cunningham solo, but surrounding him are these spectacular mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the most extraordinary thing. Uh, already as well, Justin has been talking about how he's so excited to work with Devin Tuscher and um, Isabella Boylston as he's not contractually allowed to work with ABT. Gosh, and um, Conejo. You know, yes, and he's, oh, he's over the head over heels for yeah. come on. He really spoke so highly of him. Um, but that's, I think, part of the great thing about the festival is that it's allowing these artists to work with other people that um, – they that are not in their home no, company. No, you know, they, for, for several years, there was one of the great dancers of today. He hasn't come for the last three, four years, which is the great tango dancer, Gabriel Misset, who I think is, well, I've called him in print the Brzezhnikov of tango. And I, mm-hmm. um, Heather Watts, who once did a tango with him just mm-hmm. privately, she said, I've danced with Brzezhnikov and I do see the resemblance. <laughs> really How funny. Wow. Uh, but he came here with whoever his partner was several years running. Mm-hmm. And then there was one event where he and Cornejo, both being Argentinian, and the Conejo's partner all did a trio together. I, mm. It wasn't in pure tango style at all. You know. That's mm. so cool. So how long um, since you've been coming for so long? When we came with Miami City Ballet, we were just, you know, when you're, instead of being an individual, we were as a company. So we kind of did our company things. We didn't get to the same taste of collaboration in the same way. So how long has this festival really had this focus on new works and getting all these, you know, outsider groups together well, that, it's the, i'm looking back that was always there but it's grown i mean mm-hmm. i came here i didn't i didn't realize that this was damien wetzel's first year in 2007 it was my first year in the job at the new york times so mm-hmm. it was extraordinary i didn't i don't think i met him at that time anyway uh-huh. um but it was the year of morphoses the christopher wielden company uh so we went to that place at beaver creek and saw one of those insight evenings showing how wielden works and that's where i was very impressed by how wetzel interviews he has this way of 
He does a little bit of movement as he's setting place, and then he settles with his feet in one place mm-hmm. apart, and he does not move from that spot. On the kind of stillness that he has once he's arrived at it, and he's like a force, a yeah, force of calm. And from there, he can just draw out Wielden conversation or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Wielden is quite energetic and flaky, and bounces up and down and so forth. And I was just so impressed by the way that Wetzel. Mm-hmm. organized all that and focused it. Yeah. What would um, you say are some of the major changes you've seen from that first year in 2000? I mean, I should say that, that first year, for Morphoses, people had flown in from the Bolshoi, mm-hmm. who had dancing because it was that real international conglomerate. Mm-hmm. City Ballet, um, I think there was one from, certainly the West Coast, probably San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And we could already say then in 2007 that Polyphonia had been danced by eight different wow. uh, companies around the world. Uh, including, I think, the Australians. So it was really such an international work. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel very guilty that I'm bored with seeing Portofonia now. But <laughs> <laughs> it takes a few viewings before you right. feel you've had enough. <laughs> Talking about these um, ways in which individual artists are stretched and uh, into new directions here, can you remember specifically, what, what's one specific uh, example of that that really stands out in your mind? Oh, goodness. Well, tonight, seeing these ballet dancers doing Cunningham it will will be remarkable that way. I don't know if the audience will realize, people don't know how hard Cunningham is, but mm-hmm. people with dance eyes will know. You're working the back so hard. Um, this was the first place that Wendy Whelan danced with Brian Brooks, the beginning mm-hmm. of her modern dance career. And before that, they'd already had a Wendy Whelan focus evening at Beaver Creek. So, as long as she was dancing, Damien Wetzel brought her here year after year. Mm-hmm. And as you know, she's an experimenter, so that was quite something. Um, we've had some bad experiments. Brian Brooks is not always a good thing. I think he was her best partner of her, what is it called, Roaming Creature? Restless Creature. Restless Creature mm-hmm. uh, show. Um, but she, he came back a year or two later to do something with Carla Corbers and Four Men. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and Carla Corbers, you thought, what a waste. Um, right. Well... We're disappointed that she won't be dancing this year. She's pregnant, but yeah. <laughs> again, yes. Yes. yeah, yeah, and so she's doing a lot of ballet mastering. She's still here and working. Um, um, I mean, Tyler Peck is absolutely exemplary that way. She's she's got she's done Jukin on point next to Little Buck. She's done the Don Quixote Paris and the Corsair Paris that she never gets to do usually, mm-hmm. and she does Balanchine and Robbins. Mm-hmm. And this weekend she'll be singing. She's yeah. doing a bit from <laughs> and choreographing, yeah, yeah, and, and choreographing, yeah. So really, I don't know what um, they're going to do next. To her. What's the next uh, way to push her? <laughs> compose the piece. They'll find new ways to compose the piece too. Yeah. Um, so, just lastly, what are you most looking forward to? Maybe the Cunningham. You maybe already said that. Well, I'm a Cunningham person. I'm working on a book on Cunningham, so I can never see enough. And we've got the centennial as my beginning, mm-hmm. so I just hope to see as much of his work as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, Remind me what else is being done. And I, I, I love to keep my mind wonderfully blank before. Mm-hmm. But, but I, no, what we can talk about is the pieces we saw in rehearsal the other day. Uh, three of them with mu- new music by Caroline Shaw, mm-hmm. who is a Pulitzer Prize winner. Is it from five years ago? But Wetzel was on to her like a hawk and mm-hmm. commissioned her right, left and center. Mm-hmm. You could see, I'm sure you've interviewed them, but you could see the, the connection she had made with Justin Peck and mm-hmm. how both of them were just... I mean, just calm in each other's company, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, that's great. Uh, and and Lil Buck was as cute as could be talking about he what he got from the mm-hmm. music. I'm mm-hmm. so excited about it. Yeah. I, I don't want to influence your opinion on anything. Oh, but go I, on, try. But I have a feeling that you're really going to like the Michelle Dorrance and Justin Peck one tonight. Uh, we saw it last oh, night. Yeah. It's really 
It's cool. And like you said, it's so great that we know how excited Justin is to work with Michelle. And I'm also curious, I think we were talking the other night too, like how Justin's very into this kind of tap with sneakers thing. How could Mm -hmm. she maybe influence his work, you know, in the future, just from this short time working together? I mean, the piece he's making that we saw in rehearsal, this is, I think, his third piece in sneakers. And as far as I can see, he's found a different style for each one. The first one was City Ballet, The Times Are Racing. Then he found a completely different kind of footwork within sneakers for the piece you saw, San Francisco. Francisco. Oh, that was only second one. I think only second. Oh, boy. And so this is third. Um, maybe I'm missing something out. No, I, I think you're it's right. It's all pretty recent. Think of and mm. it's interesting that in the middle of this sequence, after Times of Racing, he made what I think is his best classical ballet, and perhaps we should say his most classical mm-hmm. ballet today, which we saw a bit of the other day, uh, Pulcinella Variations. You and Rebecca have not yet seen the whole of this. Have I you? haven't. That was the only part I'd seen. I've that seen part that part of the, which but... Tyler Peck danced, I think it was originally with Gonzalo Garcia, but it, it was is, with wonderful yeah. Joseph Gordon the other night. It gives you a clue, but throughout Pulcinella Variations, the steps just come purling out of the dancers mm-hmm. with the kind of fluency that John Tastenbeck hasn't quite yet had before. Mm-hmm. You saw, I think I took Michael to the gala in New York where we saw the world premiere of that, and we both turned to each other and said, this is the piece where he becomes a real classical choreographer. That's so exciting. Wonderful. I loved it. Yeah, it was so great to see how he... T- had his take. It was his take on classical ballet. It was beautiful. Not, not of course, that tap and classical, in my definition, are opposed. And I think I, I'm not yet sure what this new piece is going to be like, of course. But I did feel the pas de deux in uh, the San Francisco piece really had wonderful, beautiful classical effects coming mm. from. Well, we, we, I tried to get Justin and Pat to perform it here in Vail. <laughs> as soon as I saw that, <clears throat> because I think at that point... Maybe they had just decided that Justin was definitely coming or something, and that was on my mind that they would be here in Vail. And I was like, "How beautiful would that potada in the ballet he made it for San Francisco be here in the outdoor space?" Yeah. At oh, night? yeah, great idea. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, future years. And you know, it's interesting because it really—I think it, it's across everyone in the festival. We say we saw that Justin is so excited to work with Michelle, but to see um, Isabella Boylston and Devin Tusher who. Uh, I've never danced Justin's work and who I, I helped teach them the ballet increases. They're both so excited and nervous. Devin has been calling extra rehearsals for herself where she runs the ballet alone um, <laughs> because she just really wants to do his ballet justice and she wants him to um, feel that way as well. So yeah. I just well, think- another piece we've left out, this is not something to look forward to, but something the three of us saw and won't see again, we, or we don't know when we might see it again, is the trio by Pam Tanowitz. We oh. ended Wednesday night with wonderful Patricia Delgado dancing with two Tanowitz dancers who I'm wild about, and they're both very good Cunningham dancers. That's Jason Collins and uh, Victor Lozano, both mm-hmm. members of her company. It's just great to see the camaraderie which with those three together. Mm-hmm. She's apparently nervous of dancing barefoot, but the truth is, that, of course, they both, all three have wonderful feet. And yeah. it was mm-hmm. a footsie. I think Tanowitz is the most footsie pad- p- p- choreographer before the public today, really. Maybe you shouldn't say that to Michelle Dorrance <laughs> or Justin Peck. <laughs> <laughs> but I love footwork in Pam Tanowitz's sure. work. I really do. Yeah, there was a lot of it. It yeah. was really, that was a really fun piece as well. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoy that Damien. Um, has Pam out here or has her works being performed because I think that she's someone that I would certainly like to see more yeah, of. I wonder if this is her, oh, she was here last year. I can't remember if she was here years I think before. she said it was her third. Great. Maybe. This year was her third or last year? I don't year? know. I can't. By the way, I'm going to plug a piece of hers because I was aware that you weren't aware of it mm-hmm. uh, when we talked the other day and and therefore your listeners may not be. Mm-hmm. 
but the piece she made at the beginning of July called Four Quartets, it's something like 80 minutes long. I think this is the most sublime piece of new choreography this century. Wow. I mean, it's greater than even Ratmanska's serenade after Plato's symposium. Mm-hmm. It's greater than, I hope, do I mean this, Merce Cunningham's Nearly 90, which was quite a cornucopia. Mm-hmm. Um, greater than Mar- Morris's Socrates, really. And those are great pieces. So mm-hmm. is Paul Taylor's Beloved Renegade. But I think this is extraordinary. And sublime is the word because it takes the soul places as the Elliot, uh, the Elliot poems, four quartets do. And you have the great actress, Kathleen Chalfont, sitting by the stage, reading the poems. There are four musicians. Uh, and f- the, the decor, there's four big decor that change. It's good. When they bring it to New York, I hope they do. It'll need a big theater like BAM or the Rose Theater or somewhere, you know. But it, this is one of the great pieces. When it's there, let us know. And we'll lots of football. <laughs> well, thank you, Alistair, for joining us and giving us that lowdown, the rundown of what's going on here in Vail. And uh, this is just the start. We'll have your, your full interview later. So this is just the taste. My pleasure. <laughs> thank you for joining us for this special episode from the Vail Dance Festival. While we are here in Vail, we will be recording live events like this one and recording interviews with festival artists. Subscribe to Conversations on Dance through Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app to be notified when new content from Vail is published. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for behind-the-scenes content. This episode was brought to you by the Town of Vail, a sponsor helping to host the Vail Dance Festival in our community. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.